Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name's Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Yeah. And I feel like that this is a season for us, of <laughs> change of season, and yes. it's fall, and sometimes people start thinking, oh, the holidays are right around the corner. Uh-huh. I need to I need to get fit. Okay. Last, <laughs> last week, we chatted with I, Mark Stickley. Yeah where we heard all about runner's retreat and Mm -hmm. how you don't have to be a professional marathon runner to go buy shoes at runner's retreat. Mm -hmm. And that was great. Yes. I feel like today we're going to get a chance to, to think about, okay, you don't have to be a complete, uh, meathead Mm. to go to a fancy gym. Right. And, and, and I like to work out. Me too. Sometimes, sometimes gyms scare me. You know, I mean, I, yes. And I mean, and even like you said, you're somebody who likes to work out. So imagine yeah. if you're somebody that doesn't like to work out, it's intimidating. Painful. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like, you yeah. know, there's no body shaming. You don't want to mm-hmm. like feel guilty about showing up and like mm-hmm. not being able to do certain yeah. things. That whole you mindset know. of some people have like, I need to get fit to go to the gym. No, yeah, that, no, that <laughs> no. doesn't make sense. Now I do yeah. like to work out and I, I was a part of a football team in college. And mm-hmm. so I was around all kinds of guys who can lift weights. So I know what it's like not to be able to lift my weight you know there is a (laughs) there is a a a drill that every college i think probably still does is how many reps can you do to bench press 225 pounds and and there so there's a a number and Uh that and that's like a benchmark number you know some guys are doing 15 some guys are doing like 25 Mm -hmm. i can't bench 225 Mm -hmm. never have Maybe did it once in my life, but not in college. You have really long arms, so though, probably. I, you're so tall. I know what it's like <laughs> yeah. to like feel inept, okay? Yeah. And, and I feel like that when you go to the gym, you just want to feel good about yourself. For sure. And so I have to thank you, Nikki, because oh. you invited me to get connected yes. with our guest. Yes. And, yeah. you know, the pandemic really took a toll on attending a gym for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but when, you know, get your vaccine you do mm-hmm. your things properly yeah. you, you know that the gym is taking care of their health mm-hmm. and their safety and cleaning yep it kind of makes sense to get back into it, the swing yeah things. it feels good to do that i i mean okay in full disclosure i would say maybe i don't know if somebody would call me a meathead but like over the years <laughs> i've definitely been meathead ish in regard to working out and then when i was pregnant i like really scaled it back was just trying to be super careful and then uh-huh. You know, I had Gemma and then I tried to come back and I was like, okay, my body's not ready for this. I am old or I don't know what older, happened. Older old. and yes. a new mom and it was just too much. So I took some time off and then recently came back to Shenandoah CrossFit and am like really loving like being a, as he says, 35 to 55 hey, year old working adult who just wants to go and mindlessly be told, here's the workout, like do it do it how it fits your body and then leave feeling great. And so, and if I only do that two or three days a week and I feel awesome about it and I'm like, come all my friends, come on, bring a friend day. So, and I say it's fall kind of change of mentality, you know, kind of coming out of summer mode, you might be taking vacations. You're not working out as much. Yeah. Now's the time. So we have an excellent guest. Yes. Name is Sean Ryder. Shenandoah CrossFit, Shenandoah Fit is, and you'll hear more about him and he has a great story. So check it out, guys. Keep listening. Here's Sean. Well, we are here on site. Yes. With our friend and our trainer. 
<laughs> coach. Co- coach. Coach. Friend, trainer. Absolutely. Sean so, Ryder. Sean Ryder, how are you? I'm good. How are good you guys? Good to be here. And being on site is kind of cool. I love the warehouse vibe yes. with the bricks, with the wood. It gives some, it's oh, yeah. like a fun vibe that makes you want to come. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's an old There's building. It's got character. A yeah. lot of aesthetic. Yeah. So, we're here to talk about you. All right. Talk about Sean. And, uh, you know, business. it's interesting because this is another one of our interviews with just a local business owner. And mm-hmm. we are realtors and we talk about real estate a lot. But I love, I love just to get a chance to get to know the people who are in our town and where you came from. So I'll start with that. Like, how long have you been in Winchester? What drew you to the area? Yeah, so uh, I've been in Winchester since the fall of 2011. I uh, grew up in Hanover, Pennsylvania, went to college at Appalachian State in Boone, North Carolina. Mountaineers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Mountaineers. Graduating in uh, the spring of 2011. So that was, you know, what, two, three years coming out of the recession. And yep. I majored in business and marketing education. So technically mm. that was to become a high school business teacher oh, wow. with a minor in economics. Um, so I remember I, I was student teaching in Moxville, North Carolina, little little town down the mountain. And... You graduate in May, but the school high school doesn't end until June, so they hired me as like a substitute for the oh, last wow. month. You know, and they're paying you oh, like yeah. eighty bucks a day, yeah. and I was coming out of college. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll stay here. here. I'll stay here another month, and they're sure. like, we'll, we'll get you something every day. I'm like, perfect. Uh, and they had free housing for us down there. Oh, uh, nice. We were in a little cohort there with four other teachers. Um, but literally during the planning periods of my after graduating college for that month, I applied to every single high school in the state of Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland, Virginia, West Whoa. Virginia. Because what happened during the recession was every high school got their funding cut. Yeah. So uh-huh. they cut every non-essential course, oh, which wow. was basically every business course and all, art course. All the fun uh-huh. courses. All the, all the courses yeah, 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 that people will actually use in, 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 in yeah. life. In the real yeah. world. In the yeah. real world. So like, I apl- literally applied to every county. I remember Pennsylvania, it was like 20 counties in one day I applied to. Um, oh and didn't hear anything back. So you know, the high school down there wrapped up their school year. And I was going to go back to Pennsylvania. So mm-hmm. I went back to Pennsylvania. The only school to call me was Warren County High School in Front Royal, Virginia. No kidding. Yeah, the only school to call. Wow. And that was because the state of Virginia passed a law saying that kids needed a business to graduate, huh. a oh. business credit to graduate. So okay. finance economic course. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. They needed to hire someone, so I, I, I drove down. Mm-hmm. I literally applied. I opened up my first bank account yep. when I got back home in Pennsylvania, and it was after a workout, so I was sweating and like walked in, and like I just kind of was talking to the teller, and the yeah. bank manager was there. I was like, yeah, I just graduated, you know, look, try to get a job. And she's like, well, let me, let me, let me take you out to lunch with the, 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 the regional manager. So they took wow. me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they're like, we'll put you through this uh, uh, internship process or whatever. Some, they send you to New York and, yep. and go through tw- uh, uh, two months of being in the bank. Anyways, long story short here, trying to cut it off. But I, I went to lunch with them the day before lunch. Front Royal called me. Warren County called me. So at that lunch, I said, I will do this if this school doesn't hire me. So I went to lunch with the bank. Yep. The next day I drove two hours to Warren County, interviewed. The next day they offered me the job and then I moved there a week are. later. So that's how I made it down here uh-huh. to be a teacher. Awesome. Yeah, to I made it down teacher. here to be a teacher. It's yep. funny that you say that you went there sweaty after a workout. Yeah, sweaty so after a like, workout. This is who I am. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. This is my passion. It was, right? Yeah, and it was actually a year after I started CrossFit. I started CrossFit on my own. Um, and so, and I was a financially minded person. I don't like spending money. Uh-huh. So I just graduated college. So I literally went to Planet Fitness in my town, brand new, a dollar to sign up, ten dollars sure. a month. Yeah. And I paid the ten dollar. I'm like, they're gonna fire this alarm on me, whatever the lunk alarm, because I was doing CrossFit in Planet <laughs> Fitness for a month. 
and I don't know how I got away with it because uh, you know everyone's doing their thing and I'm over here like trying to do push-ups and around. use a treadmill at the same time and yeah, yeah so it was it was kind of funny but that's that's how I made it down here so that's so awesome. did you teach did you move to Front Royal then or did you uh, move to Winchester? Moved to uh, one of my best buddies from fourth grade on uh, he got hired at Strasburg mm-hmm. and one of his buddies from college got hired at Strasburg too so they already had a, a three-bedroom townhouse the month before I got hired and they're like, well, we have an extra bedroom. So I actually moved to Strasburg. Cool. Yep. They, they taught there. I taught at Warren County. And, uh, after the first fall semester, I was like, all right, I'll start this CrossFit thing again on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and the physical athletic trainer at Warren County said, well, my friend in Winchester is trying to open a CrossFit gym. And, hmm. and I was like, all right, well, I'd love to meet him. And mm-hmm. so we got introduced the next week and without, I mean, you can call this bad business, but like we started a business without say, knowing. Exactly yeah, we literally started yeah. a business the next week, like sitting at the McDonald's over here by John Hanley because yeah. it had free Wi-Fi. Sure. And just <laughs> Googled how to start a business in Virginia. Wow. And fifty dollars later, we had a LLC there, set up, yeah. and and that was awesome. Hundred dollars now. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the renewal's cheaper, but uh, that's how we started. We started. What year was that? Uh, 2012, spring of 2012. Right away. Yeah. So, so officially, you know, February this year, we'll be saying it's, it's 10 years. Um, you know, I'm so owner now, so we we went through some splits years ago, but it worked out really well for, for not knowing each other and building grassroots. I mean, we started in a storage shed on, on South Braddock street Mm. illegally. Mm. You you didn't know Mm -hmm. any of that at the time. Like I didn't know anything about zoning or anything at, at 22 years old. Um, we were just working out 12 people in the parking lot of the, the, the firehouse on Braddock Street in a storage unit, two hundred bucks a month for the roll-up door. So if anyone drives down South Braddock, look at the green roll-up door. I was just thinking, I there's drove a, by there. There's a dent in the bottom of it. That's from one of our plates ten years ago. So. That was the first location. Yeah, that okay. was official, unofficial, official. Unofficial. Yeah, yeah, and then during the summer, like I was there by myself. I wasn't teaching during the summer, obviously, and I would, I'd spend all day there, like six in the morning to eight at night, just hoping someone would pull in and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> um, well, that happened one day, uh-huh. but it was someone wearing like a suit and tie, and I was oh. like, "Well, this guy's not going to ask uh-huh. what we're doing." Well, he asked what we were doing, but the way he asked it was yeah. differently than other people. It was a little more city, city zoning, yeah, yeah. Oh, city yeah. zoning. He's like, "Yeah, you guys, you know, you, you got about like thirty-five days. I'll give you thirty-five days." And literally the next day, first time I ever drove down Gerber early because uh-huh. I'd go out of town the back way. Drove down Gerber early, and the owner of this building, this building was vacant for eight years. Um, she was renovating the front where Century 21 is. Yep. She was literally putting the sign out for for lease. Uh, and I was like, You drove in? And like, I drove in. I need it. Talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this, the location where we're at, just give us. This, that yeah, right this is where we started. This is where, where we've been yep. pretty much from the start. That's why I say yep. we moved in here September 1st of 2012. And so that's where I'll, I say that's our anniversary. That's your date. anniversary. That's easy to remember because it's my birthday as well. So, nice. That's so September awesome. 1st for everything. We'll just go. We'll just so, with it. kind of the business mentality, yeah. you know, what did it look like to start up? You said oh, you're just winging it, but you've got to get some equipment. You've yep. got to spend the money up front. Yeah. I mean, it, loans I'm sure might be involved yeah. in that and then you're talking about renovating a building yeah. to make it work what yeah. did the whole beginning the, startup the look cool like thing you? about the cool thing about CrossFit is cool and not cool depending on which perspective you take is like it's super low barrier to entry mm-hmm. you get your certification as a CrossFit trainer and then if you want to start an affiliate you back then I think it's the same now you literally like wrote an essay to them mm-hmm. and then you pay it was three grand mm-hmm. so when I met my former business partner he literally had his truck recalled for a hole in the bottom and the the dealership gave him 10 grand cash for it huh. and it wasn't it was worth like two grand yeah mm-hmm. so what did he do he went and bought like a little beater car and took the other yeah. eight grand yeah. and bought a ton of equipment 
cool. So that's how we bootstrapped it. I mean, it was eight grand worth of equipment. Yep. I said, hey, I'll come in and I'll pay for the, um, this was before my student loans kicked in. So I had that six month <laughs> yeah. grace period. So yeah. I was like banking half yeah. my paycheck. Sure, sure. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay for like a website and the affiliation fee. And that was our startup seed nice. money. And then from there, it's interesting to think back now that we're 10 years deep and you see what we spend money on. Right. right. Like back then, like if you had $300, like that's, you kept it within $300. Uh-huh. Right. We didn't open up, we didn't get any loans, um, wow. nothing like that, nothing from the bank. That's great. Um, we didn't really need it when our rent was 200 bucks a month in an illegal storage shed. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but when we, when we came over here, she did try and sell us on the front part of the building. Mm-hmm. Drop ceilings, nice. And uh, once we realized what rent would actually cost at a real place that's zoned properly, we're like, do you have anything that's a little more like dirty? Yeah. yeah. I think dirty is the yeah. word I use. Yeah. Like nitty gritty was probably more specific. Yeah. yeah. And she took us back here and it was like You're cinder like- block, no windows, just cinder blocks in yeah. the windows, like water on the floor, no bay doors, no nothing. And I was like, we'll take it. Sounds mm-hmm. pretty you know, dirty. Give us three months free, three months at 500. And like we laid it out over like a three year period and we're mm-hmm. like, we'll make that work. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's really how we started. We bootstrapped it. I think it'd be really hard to bootstrap it like that nowadays, just with um, with the environment of how CrossFit's built up. Yeah. There's a people now. More people understand it now, um, so they probably wouldn't show up to a storage shed to do CrossFit mm-hmm. um, the way that we did it. Uh, but there's definitely more money involved in CrossFit nowadays. So you do, even if you have the best trainers, you have to present yourself. Uh, you have to present yourself like a legitimate business and not that, just yeah we keep a place clean you know a lot of gyms don't clean well, their yeah, floors yeah this is a like, totally different make, vibe I cleaned, the, I cleaned the I cleaned the floors an hour and a half ago right yeah, yeah. Or, like right after I coached a class I coached a class I cleaned the floors like it's mm-hmm. super important we did not right. we got away with that back in the day but not not but anymore. does CrossFit as a company as an organization do they give you certain guidelines or standards that you no they didn't no they don't um, now they're you know they have a new CEO now. Um, they have a new CEO who's kind of cleaning up the brand, mm-hmm. um, which he, he's doing a great job. And they just released like an affiliate playbook. Mm-hmm. But CrossFit's not a franchise, so they they really hold back from mm-hmm. like handing, micromanaging. Yeah, micromanaging, handing this document, nice. having standards, um, which again is the, the the founder of CrossFit was all about the strongest survive. If you are a good coach, you keep your place clean, you care about your people, it'll work, mm-hmm. and that's great. Like when I first joined, I'm like, yeah, like I believe in that. Well, it, to, to, to run a business, there's a little bit more than that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for us, it probably would have helped at the beginning to have a little more structure. But, yeah, we started so small, we just kept it free-flowing. And, and I think that's the great thing about small business is you can be you can run as lean as you want, right? You can be nimble. You can be flexible. You can change. You can pivot. Right. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting into, you know, the hundreds of employees, the uh, hundreds of thousands, to millions, tens of millions of dollars, and, you know, you can't just change something tomorrow you know it's it's a little bit slower of a process so i think small business businesses are especially in this area in winchester we're set up for success because we can move with the market we can move with the the clientele we can move with the 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 residents and Mm -hmm. and their needs and and what they desire out of this community Hmm. yeah so walk us through if i'm a person who likes to work out but not sure about crossfit and i enter this place here what should i expect what do you present? What do you offer yeah. to the, the community? Yeah, we could fall down a rabbit hole on, on people's <laughs> uh, preconceptions or misconceptions of uh-huh. CrossFit. So we are a registered CrossFit affiliate, but that's, I mean, it's not what we totally are, right? Mm-hmm. What we are is a, a, a coach-led fitness 
nutrition health facility, right? Hmm. Um, what we cater to is that 35 to 55 plus year old working adult, someone who has other responsibilities. We And we've really narrowed this down over the past four years, like who we want to work with, who we want to help. And it's people who you can be active now or you don't have to be active now. But if you're a working adult and you have other responsibilities and you go to the gym and you, number one, find it boring, find it repetitive, find yourself lost, mm -hmm. find yourself not fitting in, find yourself annoyed that you're trying to figure out what to do for the day, mm -hmm. um, find yourself Googling different programs and you really don't know what they are or every three weeks you change programs and there's not anyone there to hold your hand, make sure you're doing things safely, show you guidance, be there for support, uh, then we're the place for you. Mm -hmm. That's literally what we do, right? You have enough responsibilities during the day. I, we want you to walk through the door, show up. We will show you what to do. We will tell you what to do. We will support you through it. We'll make sure you're moving safely. Mm -hmm. And we want you to do that consistently enough that you're going to see progress and have fun mm -hmm. at the same time, right? We are not a boot camp gym. We don't try and mimic being drill sergeants and training. Like, we, Again, we work with adults. So that's yeah. interesting. We work with adults. You say, what's the mis misconception? And yeah. I think people watch TV and see the CrossFit yeah. games yeah. and they see this complete beast yeah. mode people yeah. out there. And you're like, I don't want to work out next yeah. to those yes. people. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, or they go to YouTube. They go to YouTube and find the videos from 2008, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is right. like shaky, grainy, heavyweights, people with terrible technique, uh -huh. right? That's how CrossFit started. Right. I'll be honest with you. That's how they started. It was right. nasty. It was nitty gritty. Right? And then the CrossFit Games took off, and then that became the expectation. Like, mm -hmm. you had to be some sort of fit. Like, no. At Shenandoah Fit, we work with working adults. We know what your life looks like yeah. outside of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We need you to show up and, and be coachable, smile, mm -hmm. believe in yourself, support the other people around you. And that's why, you know, we're good people coaching good people here. Yeah, I, I think that like we like we want that to be the representation yeah. of us because we want that and we see that as the representation of this community. Yeah. Right. Like when people go and hire a real estate agent to sell their home and, and find their dream home, they expect it to be with a good person. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the city of Winchester, yeah. that's I mean, that's what you're going to find here. Mm -hmm. And we need more of that. Yeah. Sure. In Winchester, in the state of Virginia, in the United States, and in the world. And we're just doing what we can inside of these four walls, helping the people that are in this local community. Helping people. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's what, did you feel like he was talking to us when he was like 35 to 55 working adults? <laughs> Looking right like, at yeah, me. Yeah, right here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my wife mocks those celebrities. She'll read the, you know, the gossip magazines. She's like, dad bod. You know, and she'll look at another, she'll turn a page, another one, dad bod. She's like, don't become a dad bod. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm already halfway there, but I've got at least like, yes. you know, yeah. tone it yeah. down. That's yeah. one of the things I love is that, you know, I find that like, you know, in my younger days, yeah, I like to like maybe program for myself. And now it's like, like you said, I could get down the, like, I can't decide what to do or I change too often. Like in here, it's like, okay, I'm just going to show up. You're going to show me what the workout is. If I can't do something, you're going to give me an alternative or show me how to safely like work up to that. It just takes the brain work out of it for me so that, yeah, I can focus on the other stuff I'm doing. And I just come in here and do, you know, do the, the workout of the day right. and get on with it. We all have our biases. So when you try and do your own thing, whether it's nutrition or fitness, you're always going to shade towards the things uh, that you either feel you're good at or mm -hmm. that you all like you want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? For some people, they love running, so they're gonna shade their bias of programming towards running and avoid the lift. Well, sorry, like if if something happens where like your bookshelf falls over at home, 
you need to know how to lift it up. Mm -hmm. So you can't just run 10 miles every single day. And you know, you're not getting scientific, but like runners could benefit from lifting more. Yeah, sure. And lifters can benefit from running more. Well, and yeah, like you have the, you have, uh, what's this, um, is it Brad? That's like the ultra marathoner that's here, the ultra runner, whatever. Um, I mean, and he lifts and he runs better because yeah, yeah, I mean, so it's just interesting how, yeah, it goes together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what about the, the community do you see since you've been here for almost 10 years mm-hmm. now the people that have come and gone like how do you see even just you know the business here benefiting Winchester well uh, you know I, I see I see the town is taking more pride in the brand yeah right so I remember in college classes and when I was a high school teacher we talked about brands of cities right when I say New York City you already have a gut instinct of mm-hmm. that feeling. Sure. We say Chicago, when we say, you know, Niagara Falls, we say Toronto, LA. And so on a smaller scale, let's look at Winchester. Since I've been here, Winchester's really taken, um, you know, progress towards making things look better, feel better, pr- uh, flow better. Yep. True. Downtown. I mm-hmm. love downtown. I mm-hmm. love, and I, I have kids, right? So I have an almost four-year-old and a one-year-old. I love taking them downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably still would have taken them downtown if it was six years ago, but they really did a good job the fixing up downtown, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Um, we're getting people to move um, here from the cities. I don't know what long-term locals think about that, um, but that's, that's, that's bringing people with a certain, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but a certain expectation, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to benefit everybody in this area. More like a growth mindset yeah. or like, Growth yeah. mindset. Mm-hmm. We can't do things how we did them 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Let's take the best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Fix up downtown. Downtown still looks like old town. Mm-hmm. Downtown. It's just got nicer brick. Yep. Yeah. Right? Like, let's give some of these buildings a facelift. I love what some people are doing downtown with taking the older buildings and whether they make it a co-working space or make it some apartments mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that brings a better feel to the area well our guest last week mark stickley from runners retreat he he renovated a building downtown he he's got runners and he's promoting and supporting the local community mm-hmm. and he appreciates it and so talking about yeah. runners needing to lift <laughs> yeah. lifters need to run it's kind of know, funny that we back these two merging, episodes yeah, absolutely. merging the worlds together <laughs> for yeah. sure for yeah. sure but i think i think there's um i think the ex- energy of the town. We have a lot that happens in this town. Mm-hmm. Whether you talk about Apple Blossom or car shows, mm-hmm. or we got so many high schools, you know, the sporting Shenandoah teams and the, and the bands and the the liberal arts of all these schools. You got the university. University has definitely added a lot of value mm-hmm. um, to their campus, to their programs, to this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when people have, excuse me, higher expectations of of the area the community that's going to filter to themselves right mm-hmm. there's there's energy around them so let's 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 what do you need to do to have the energy you need to be healthy yep. and fit mm-hmm. um and when i first started when we first started the gym you just do like some basic google research and it was like winchester had one of the highest per, gyms per capita in the state of Virginia, meaning really? there were a lot of gyms already. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. we are a different type of gym. I'm yeah. not sure. calling us a gym, right? We are a gym, but that's not what we provide. It's not uh-huh. the service we provide. Yeah. Um, and and but those things have changed over time. But do you feel Winchester is kind of like that? I mean, you probably know your competition out there, and. Mm-hmm. and do you feel like that there is an oversaturation of a uh, market for what you guys provide? Uh, not, not for what we provide, uh-huh. right? Like, here's what I tell people, right? Like, competition is healthy for business, so I, I love that. But I mm-hmm. really like what Simon Sinek um, says in um, 
the Infinite game, one of his newer books, about mm. a year and a half, two years old. And he says, instead of having a competitor, have a rival, mm. right? Like the, the rivals, you, you, they make you better. Sure. But you respect what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's the, it's just a little different of perspective there. Sure. Um, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens, they, they say they hate each other, but if they, if you really sat, you know, uh, Troy Palmalu next to Ray Lewis at the prime, they probably would have told whoever was interviewing them that the they, love, they love playing yeah. against them because sure. they make them yep. better. Yep. I mean, they love playing against Ben Roethlisberger, right? It will make them better. They show up. That's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and so that's, uh, that's what we look at here. But the way that we view it is we're not a big traditional gym, right? We don't sell access to equipment. Right. That's how they can get 10, 15,000 members to pay 10 to $50 a month because they're just paying to walk through the door and do whatever they want. Right. Um, we're not looking quite for that uh, type of person. We mm-hmm. have people that come from that background because eventually they either plateau or they're bored. Again, routine, yeah. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they finally, their life changes. They have kids, mm-hmm. they get married, they, they um, want more support. Maybe they're a former athlete or in the military or um, we're in a group setting and, and they know that they do better with support in other areas of their life and they mm-hmm. finally make that connection that they're gonna do better in their health if they have that support system. Sure. Um, but for us, a gym of our size, we call this style gym a micro gym, right? Mm-hmm. A little boutique hmm. studio, boutique gym. Mm-hmm. If you if you understand economics and, and the business of fitness, you know, the, the fitness business, the business of fitness, you really only need 150 people to, to do what you want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So look at this area. There's a quarter of a million people within 20 minutes of this town. Sure. What I say when people ask me off offhand about competitors, I said, mm-hmm. the people we compete with, if we're all going after the same 150 people, we're messing up. Yeah, there's a quarter of a million people in this yeah. town. Good point. Yeah, we we cannot handle 500 people at this gym. Mm-hmm. We cannot do it. Right? We'd rather have 150 people that we know. We know them by name. We know their family. We know their occupations. We know their goals. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can best serve them. Hmm. If there's another gym a mile from here that can serve another 150 people, so be it. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. That's great. That's 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 a really the abundance mindset. Uh That's the the abundance mindset. Like there's enough to go around for everybody. Just because they're succeeding doesn't mean I can't. That's right. So if that's your current goal, like where do you see yourself in five years? I mean, do you you feel like the same model of the 150 people is kind of where you're at? And or do you see yourself growing anywhere? <laughs> that's such, such a good question. Uh, that's such a good question because like more bodies sometimes doesn't make things better. Right. Sure. Um, there's, there's really, it changes you. It does. It, 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 it does. You know, there's uh, Dunbar's Dunbar's number is anyone can only have 150 good relationships in their life. Right. It was a psychologist, sociologist did a study. Huh. Um, that's why when you, when you look at, cavemen or the the history of the United States, like Indian tribes were 150 people, Hmm. Um, military, right? They break things down Hmm. into 150 groups. Hmm. Uh, And we see this, I'm also a a mentor for a company called Two Brain Business. Gyms that push that 200, 250, 300 client threshold, it's just a different, Hmm. it's a different Mm -hmm. ballgame. Certain systems break and they, they can make it work, but they have to adjust. I mean, they need someone dedicated it makes or sense. two people dedicated uh, yeah. to really reaching out and having those personal touch points with, um, with the clients. Yeah. Uh, but, but going back to the original question, where do I see myself? Like I'm one of those people where if you have a clear vision 
end goal of what you want your business to look like, your life to look like. And for us here, it's not just about my life and, and, and what I get from the business. It's what our coaches and our employees get from the business. Yeah. So we try and flip that on them. Be yeah. like, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. If I'm good with where we're at and they're good with where we're at, then we're in maintenance mode, mm-hmm. right? And I'm a huge believer in growth, mm-hmm. growth mindset. But the, the issue w- with growth mindset and business owners is sometimes they say they want to be at this level, then they get to that level. And by default, they say, oh, we're going to go to the next level. You don't have to do that, mm-hmm. right? And so, I, and I'm in this position where I'm 33. I, I, I still have a ton of energy. I still have a ton of passion for business, but I'm married and I have two kids under the age of five, <laughs> right? Like, I cannot be here at five in the morning until seven o'clock at night. Right. Like I did when I was 23, right. when I'd come in the morning, go be a teacher for eight hours and come back until yeah. I yeah. was hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not my, so, so for me within the business of this gym, this gym is where we said we wanted to take it. The coaches are, are doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So in, until we always have our eyes open for someone, a good person that we can hire. If someone walked through these doors and they're a good person and they want to build something mm. within our umbrella, you know, a program of some sorts, that, then we'll help them because it, it benefits them. And, and as long as they can find the clientele that has yeah. that need, That's it'll cool. help them and it help this community. But um, for me, it's really... I'm to the point where, you know, maintain the business, make sure I'm being the type of family man that I want to be, and then it's what else can happen with this community, and how can I leverage this platform and the people and the network that I know, um, and and see what is the need of of Winchester. Yep. Well, going to the maintaining the business, uh, how did... I mean, obviously you maintained it through this pandemic. Like, mm. how did you guys kind of roll with that? Especially at one point you yeah. had to be closed, right? Yeah, yeah. We were shut down for 75 days. So um, there's a lot of different answers to, to that question. I think I, I talked to someone last week about it. Um, and I said, I said, like, to be honest with you, if we weren't at if we weren't successful and everyone defines success differently mm-hmm. and i'm just going to say if we weren't profitable pre-pandemic yeah. and we were dumb with money like let's say you were profitable mm-hmm. but you spent it all mm-hmm. like we would have been in a lot worse position sure but um you know mm-hmm. again going back to being fiscally minded mm-hmm. we always set money aside mm-hmm for a, a rainy day. We just didn't know what that rainy day would look like. Mm-hmm. And here's what you have yeah. to be. If another question, someone on a podcast or this podcast would ask me is like, how did you build the gym or how did you build a business? Well, like it, it, it took number one, if you have to be, if you're going to be successful at something, you have to have skill. Like I think people downplay that. Like you actually have to be good at something. Whether that's the skill of coaching people or the skill of running a business, yep. mm-hmm. uh, you have to work hard. I mean, it took us years to get to any sort of what I define as success. Yeah. Uh, and you actually need a time, mm-hmm. time. Yep. Like so, so many people think it happens overnight. It doesn't. Um, and luck. I'm going to be dead honest with you. I started a business in 2012. Right. What's happened from 2012 to 2020 pre-pandemic? Mm-hmm. Nothing but growth in this country. Yeah. Sure. Like if you could not grow a successful business during the biggest bull market when everyone had access to money, Mm -hmm. right? And and, and the unemployment rate was coming down, right? And that's what, like pre-pandemic, I remember, I I wish it didn't happen so quickly. We had a team meeting and I told the team, 
guys, I'm thinking a lot about big picture here. Mm -hmm. We've built a business on the back of the the greatest economic era in the United States. I said, I don't know when something's going to hit the fan, <laughs> but we need to prepare for that. Yeah. And six months later is when the yeah. pandemic hit America. Like go. I was hoping it was two years out, three <laughs> right. years out. Um, but that's that's how we made it. So we were very flexible. Again, being a small business, we were very lean at the beginning and we were very um, agile and flexible. Mm -hmm. So anything we didn't need to spend money on, we cut that. Um, we obviously can service people uh, by doing virtual coaching. Yeah. Yes, it wasn't the same, but it sure. was about that connection piece. But it was an option. It was an option. Yeah. People getting on Zoom at 5.30 in the morning to see the people that they have seen every day for two years. Right. It was different, but it was better than nothing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the mentorship program I'm a part of, we have gyms in China and Europe. And mm -hmm. so we actually saw what was happening over there three mm -hmm. to four months prior to America. So, so we actually implemented a few things with those mm -hmm. gyms over there. So by the time it hit America, we actually had mm -hmm. a transfer to online coaching um, playbook, so to speak, mm -hmm. that we just implemented That's right great. here. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. You know, but it, it hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it, it, it's but still now you're back at it. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're back at it. I heard you already say cleaning and yeah. being safe. This and, was already you know, a yeah. super clean going. gym before. Yeah, yeah super clean gym. We <laughs> have bay doors. We got fresh yeah. air. Fresh uh, air. Yeah, I think like um, the standard for like CO2, I don't know how they measure it. It's like 500 whatevers. And like a, a gym with a bay door open with clean air, it's like 400. That's great. So yeah. we have great CO2 yep. and clean air coming in. But we made it work. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was tough. Thank goodness our clients were extremely flexible. It was tough on them. Yeah. yeah, a lot of those had kids at home too sure. yeah. during that time. So yeah. it wasn't anytime you caught yourself being frustrated about something or at somebody, you had to realize that everybody was going through something they've never gone through before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we really, um, on a personal level, for me as a business, as a community, like, we had to take empathy to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. Like, oh sure, man, like. You just have, and you're, have a again, for people. You're giving personal conversations and interactions yeah. with people that your customers that come in. And so yeah. you're getting to know them as part of the community. Yeah. And yeah, you're given a benefit because when you leave a gym, you're hopefully feeling better about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So give us give us a quick picture. I mean, I think you've convinced us that you're a great coach, that you're a great, great business owner, great environment to be around. When we show up, you know, what is the hour program look like you know yeah. even today what's what's the class without giving away all your secrets like yeah. what would what would happen if i came here to work out today right right when you when you walk in the door somebody better be smiling at you or use your name whether that is a coach employee uh -huh. or a, a client right maybe on your first week people are just getting to know you sure. So, sure. but uh someone will someone will approach you whether it's literally a second when you walk in the door after you put your bag down yeah. um so you're gonna come in you're gonna socialize with people right like especially after the year and a half we've had like we're tired of talking with people on zoom so we actually get to see people uh like, yeah, in yeah. the flesh there's hey, your face here. there you are yeah. <laughs> um so someone's gonna um welcome you that's different than other gyms you go in and, and scan a key card and you know the teenagers looking at their phone and don't say hi so that's <laughs> the, that's the first difference you're gonna yeah. come in coach is gonna you know uh communicate with the clients whatever the way that uh, we really like to start classes. Is like, hey, let's turn up that music, whatever soundtrack's on, ACDC, mm -hmm. or uh, if someone wants to change the radio station, whatever. Turn that music up and get your body moving. Okay, so whether you just rolled out of bed at five o'clock in the morning or you're coming to the five p.m. class after work, 
you've been stagnant for a few hours. So mm-hmm. let's just get the heart rate up. Super simple body weight movements, moving in place, standing up, getting mm-hmm. on the ground, standing up. Again, everything's tailor, tailored to, to, to your ability level so you don't have to fall to the ground or jump to the ground. Mm-hmm. Step down to the mm-hmm. ground. Just move your body. Yep. Right? Get the heart rate up. Get people excited. Coach hopefully cracks some jokes, gets, gets people <laughs> laughing, introduces anyone that's new. Or the cool thing about CrossFit is people drop in when they're visiting town. So we get people that come from Florida, New York, whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll introduce them to the group. Then after that, you know, six to eight minute warm up will slow things down a bit, get anything out that we need to prepare. Today there is a lift. Mm-hmm. Today it's, it's it's a movement called a power clean, uh, which can look intimidating, but when you just look at it for its bare basics, there someone's taking something and taking it from the ground and taking it to their shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you're a parent, you've lifted your kids in a power clean motion. Yeah. Right. You've picked them up and held them for... on, on on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, again, it looks fancy, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. So the coach, everyone starts, no matter how strong you are, you're going to start with a barbell. Whether that barbell is 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 30 pounds, 45 pounds, we're going to go over technique first. We're going to start the clock. Today, it's under five minutes. We got this little quick lift in. And then uh, the next piece is a conditioning piece. Not every day is it strength and conditioning. Today, it just so happens to be that. There are some power cleans in the in the workout, so very complimentary, easy transition. Unfortunately, some people go to another gym and they'll do squats, but then they'll do something completely opposite of that. Well, right. well, you're already warmed up for for a pulling motion, so mm. let's do a pulling motion mm-hmm. in the in the conditioning piece. Um, so it's that, and then um, like a midline uh, ab portion. Mm-hmm. Two movements, mm-hmm. ten minutes. The reps are under ten reps. Yep. Like, ladies and gentlemen. That's CrossFit. Yeah. It's 10 minutes. Yeah. There's two movements and it's less than 10 reps. And yeah. you just do that Simple. back and forth for 10 minutes. And you and you come away feeling like, hey, I use yeah. the muscles that I haven't normally yeah. used and I feel a little tired. Yeah. But and I you feel also better. don't feel wrecked. And <laughs> yeah. that's what I like. Because yeah. sometimes, I mean, I've definitely been at places where the workouts are so long or there's certain, you know, a lot of different components and you basically feel like you can't come back for three days yeah. after that. And so yeah. I do like like how it's it's approachable yeah. it's like okay you feel good but you also you feel good you don't walk out feeling like you're yeah. just exhausted we so. are we are working with working adults here yeah, so you should be able to walk up the stairs tomorrow <laughs> you should be able to sit on the toilet tomorrow right. you should yeah. be able to help your kid put their jacket on and carry them to the car because they're throwing a little fit i hate that i hate going to the gym and feeling completely like wrecked where i can't yeah. walk up the stairs yeah that, yeah or, that is not or straighten your arms yeah. the next yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was cool 10 years ago when I was yeah. in my yeah. 20s. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if I if I am moaning and groaning because my kid, my four-year-old now, wants me to chase her around the house. Oh, yeah. Like, I can come in and do a 20-minute CrossFit workout. She asked me to run around the kitchen for two minutes and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm winded, right? <laughs> but it's, it's worse if I'm sore. So, right. yeah. you know, just yeah. we try. So that workout, again, and when I just tell you what it is, it's 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 simple and that makes it beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and that's it yep that's it and then we'll, we'll cool you down at the end right our range right now is about and this is a, a pandemic lesson that we learned is we used to run 60 minute classes mm-hmm. during the pandemic we needed a little bit more time to clean between classes so we went mm-hmm. to a 45 minute model nice um now that we definitely have our systems in place uh you know we're not going to go back to that 60 minute. I think we really like that 50 minute time frame. When we look at again who we help here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. working adults, 
in the mornings, they either want to grab a shower. Sometimes that means going back home. Mm-hmm. And Winchester's small enough to where they can get home in 10, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll get home and shower and then see their kids off or have breakfast before they go yeah. to, to work. At night, it just means they get home five minutes sooner. Yeah. Um, so we're in that 50-minute time frame. If you don't want to leave, that's fine. We have a welcome area. We have couches. We have <laughs> plenty of space. We do have you know 4,500 square feet of working space. Uh-huh. So we do allow people to stay a little bit extra and do some extra work. But that's a typical session that's awesome here at nice. Shenandoah Fit and yep. it's just it's, it's different new people I'd really like to ask them in their first first workout if it's a 10 minute workout I'm like the way you feel right now how long does it feel like you've been at the gym or the gym you went to prior to if they came from a church or mm-hmm. well, I would have been there for like two hours right. to get this sweat okay cool we're productive and we're efficient now mm-hmm. go home eat mainly whole foods if your kid wants to have some ice cream eat some ice cream with them and put them in bed and go get some sleep yep. mm-hmm. like that, that's how you live a good life get yep. the big rocks great time. move yeah. your body eat well sleep have fun have a glass of wine on friday night kiss your spouse and, and that's it love it well <laughs> i feel like we can keep talking i know for more <laughs> hours. this is exciting but as we wrap up here yeah. We typically ask our guests five iconic questions. Oh. So no pressure. Right off the <laughs> top of your head. ahead of time. No. no. We, everybody tells, says that. And, you know, this is simple. They're not rocket so, science. <laughs> yeah. First of all, question number one. What is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Restaurants. I am a huge fan of, if I'm going for wings, it's going to be Piccadilly's. If I want a burger, 50-50 Tap House. Love it. Okay. Awesome. What is something you love about your neighborhood? Space. And you st- are you still down in Shenandoah County? We are in Stephen City. Stephen City. Um, out just a little bit, about five five minutes out um, of town, which is mm-hmm. far enough to yep. just be up on a little bit of a hill so mm-hmm. we can see both mountains, a lot of sky out there, um, but space. It's, it's quiet. It's beautiful. Question number three. This might have an answer yeah. to this already. Where do you meet or spend time with new friends in Winchester? <sighs> new friends, yeah. Um, let's just say if I bring a friend from out of town, we'll go downtown. Nice. Like when my dad uh, just came to town, we took him downtown. I have a friend from North Carolina visiting. We're going to go downtown. I got my friend from Ireland visiting in November. We're going downtown. Yeah. I love downtown. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love downtown. Me too. And obviously you're meeting new people by yeah. being yeah. here yeah. in this building yep. mm-hmm. at the gym. Yep. yep. Uh, obviously. Shenandoah Fit. Yes. Shenandoah. Yes. That, that's he was trying to nudge me towards that answer. <laughs> Shenandoah Fit, six six one Millwood well, Avenue. Uh, there you go. That might be the answer to another question too. Um, why? Well, I think you've answered this too. Why it's is Manchester a great place to live? Yeah. Yeah, uh, because it's a nice small town that has everything you need to, I think, live a quality comfortable and diversified life mm-hmm. and for me it's within driving distance of anything if it doesn't if it's not here it's within two hours yeah it's a good mm-hmm. location yep. absolutely yeah. last question you're, you're doing great by the way <laughs> last question thank you what is one of winchester's hidden gems deep thoughts oh yeah um oh my goodness I, West Oaks Farm Market. Oh, yeah. You got West Oaks on a weekend when the sun's up, people playing country music. There's a playground for your kids. Um, All the hidden playgrounds if you Mm -hmm. got kids. Uh, I haven't been to the Discovery Museum walking past, but I've heard good things about that. That is a top one right now. I have not been been, been there. It's great. I have not been there. Um, Well, you hit it. I I love West Oaks. That's a a cool spot, too. Nightingale ice cream sandwiches. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I keep hearing about those. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I have not. Had See, I am I am a fitness person, and I'm okay with Only you eating an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. There you go. Night. Absolutely. Hey, Gotta do you do want to give Liz's email since she's the person that? Yeah, absolutely. What's so, the best way of contacting? Yeah. You guys? So website is Shenandoah Fit, Shenandoah Period Fit. That is a domain name, and that will forward you to ShenandoahCrossFit.com. You can contact us through there if you want to email uh, our client success manager, Liz. It is info at ShenandoahCrossFit.com. If you know someone that works out here, just ask them. Yeah. Okay, ask them. Um, we have Bring a Friend Day one day a month. It's not every day, but one day a month. If you're not going to bring come to Bring a Friend Day, just ask them for the contact info. They'll connect you with our client success manager. Sounds Excellent. Good. I love awesome. it. Sean, you're Thanks amazing. So Thanks Thank for uh, guys, the chat. Appreciate it. Well, that well, was fun. Yes, that was great. I mean, I knew that was going to be a really fun, informative interview. But yeah, Sean was like, he's a natural. He's like yeah. very knowledgeable, easy to talk to. And even after we chatted with him, he's like, oh, I can talk about finance. Yeah. I can talk about business. I you mean, know, I knew he, that doesn't matter. Case, we could right. give him a different topic yeah. and have him on in two weeks, and it would well, be a completely different conversation. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, was a teacher. You know, it's kind of like Marlon. Like, yeah. teachers can just come on and just kind of like ramble about something. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and he's. And when it, I say ramble, I mean it in the nicest in a way. Good way. <laughs> like a of good. Of course, way. you know, and I want to ask. I'm curious all about the business model because I have a business degree at Wake Forest as well. And sure. It sounds like you play football and I play yeah, football. Yeah, you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> you know, we, there's so many things we didn't cover in our in the snippet that we we're able to, to post on this podcast. You need to come to one of his classes that he coaches, so you can. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's exciting, and again part of what we want to do is just support the local community. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be conversations about real estate, mm -hmm. but as you move into town or as you have friends that move into town, into Winchester, continue to support the town and continue to support the people who have these local businesses mm -hmm. and share with your friends, share with your neighbors, all the cool things we have to offer. I mean, how many times did he mention downtown? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. And, and yeah. how many times does he keep talking about, Hey, we're boutique, you know, we're here for the, the every everyday person again it's, it's the whole you know that personalized experience that you get here it's exactly i mean i've been members of the globo gyms yeah. and and like and he's he's spot on right i yeah. mean I, oh, yeah. I don't like going to those gyms i get bored i i you know being at a college football program i do know what to do to work out and sure. i just won't do it yeah exactly that's what it, it is now it's like once you i yeah. think you just reach a point where you're just like i'm not gonna do that and since until unless somebody is literally helping me and i don't want to have a personal trainer i want to come like socialize a little yeah. bit with people and have somebody just basically guide me but not be like you know boot camp yelling at me mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. anyway yep yep well you know we typically have different segments here towards the close <laughs> of our show yeah we have the hgtv one which i will just bypass that segment and go straight to this an even more yeah funny kind of almost pop celebrity HGTV moment. So right. it's not HGTV that said what, but it's really close. So <laughs> I don't know how I got turned on to this. I listen to different uh, podcasts, believe it or not, and yeah. my wife loves pop culture. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm hanging out with her, I might be listening to other podcasts, and mm -hmm. I think that's where I heard about this. Okay. People Magazine. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, they come up with every single year, who are the sexiest men alive? Who's the yeah. sexiest man alive? It's yeah. a big thing. Mm -hmm. You wait for it. You see who's on the, the front cover. It's a big reveal. Right. And every year it's different and every year it's shocking. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that there is a vote. It's a popularity contest. It is? So you can actually not vote on who's the sexiest man alive, 
but they have other categories. They have oh. 20 different categories okay. that you can vote for right. of who is like the sexiest TV star, <laughs> who had the sexiest song of the summer, okay. who is the sexiest summer Olympian. I mean, you go down a list. Wow. This is just on people's it's, website. It's like the boutique version of sexiest. Yeah. yeah. And so as you scroll down, <laughs> they have who is the sexiest real estate king. Wow. Real estate king. King. Even. Yeah. Yeah. So here are your, here are your Why nominees. Am I here are your nominees. Okay. Chip Gaines. Uh huh. Drew Scott. Uh huh. Jonathan Scott. So you have a set of twins competing against one another. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, they Jay- have totally different images, though. So okay. it makes sense. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> sure. Jason Oppenheim, which is funny because he has a twin brother who is in real estate as well. But he didn't get on the list? No. <laughs> Guess he's not good enough. Huh. And then Tarek El Musa. Nice. Okay. And, and as I listen to this pop culture podcast, mm-hmm. I'm in nowhere near the realm of understanding of all who these people are. Right. Yeah, I don't. I think the word in the street is Tarek is thumbs down. You know, he, yeah, I mean. Going through divorce, he has all kinds of historical issues of just some rage rage things rage, happening. Okay. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't I and mean, then you talk about chip Gaines. talk about dad bods yeah i think chip Gaines <laughs> hey, probably has the dad bod. marathons right oh, or I something guess. i don't know and then I mean, but, but he's funny see it's not all uh, about the look we have to all right we have to <laughs> add some nominations I, here we add i mean dave spence we can add dave spence matt to this. kilmer yeah <laughs> mark francis no i don't want to be on Mike this list Sprig. are those all the men yes. icon no Did we I will nominate <laughs> dave spence as the sexiest real estate king nice. go ahead and send your votes to winchester our edition location yeah that would be amazing oh my we gosh that is that. an okay um, Idea started right here on Iconic need a, Talk. We need a Facebook post. <laughs> Get that post out there. Sexiest real estate king. Well, there oh, you go. Okay. That is your HGTV moment. Yes. All right. Well, I want to talk about some local events uh, coming up. They are both actually this weekend. So the first one is Dracula being performed at the Shenandoah Conservatory. Um, so September 30th, which is Thursday through the weekend. So you can get tickets at su.edu, and that's at the Orstrom Bryant Theater. That's called OBT if you're in OBT. the inside. There you go. It's an easy way. The big one, just that you can see yes, as you drive by. One. And yeah. I, will, I will add, because my son goes to school there, yeah. and he's in the conservatory, oh, cool. and he's working on the show. Nice. Behind the scenes, uh-huh. he's he's got a stage management uh, degree that he's working on. Nice. So every single show he's a part of, and he's part of like the costume oh, and, cool. and designs. That's and, awesome. And it's really cool. So, yeah. Yep. I haven't been to a show there for a while, so that's a really. I'm excited that's because I've event. seen some of the previews already, and uh-huh. the, and the makeup. I'm and sure. The, I mean, it's going to be. I think they've rated it PG-13 as cool. well. So just no. I mean. Oh yes, Dracula. I did see that. I mean, PG-13. you've got to you've got to know that, that like yeah. what you're getting into. Yeah, and then another one if you're like a creative type, and I was just actually kind of you know going through the whole fall decorations for your front porch kind of thing, yep. and I saw that um, that store. It's called Easily Created um, on Boscow, and oh, yeah. it's like yeah. a you know where you go and kind of do crafty things. So they have a fall wreath workshop, and you can like get a sign like whether you want your name on it, and they're doing. You make your own wreath, basically. So that's Friday, um, October 1st at 6.30. You do have to buy a ticket in advance. 
and they are $67, but it's going to be like something you use, you know, year after year and hang on your front door for the fall season. So that's cool. Um, check it out on Facebook or it's called ticket Taylor, T A I L O R.com. Awesome. Yeah. Love so it. fun stuff. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's not a drinking. Yes, exactly. Non-drinking activities. I'm trying to find some Love like it. that. I mean, yeah. I'm all for drinking, but yeah, no, we're going to try to Winchester like, do, is even more it out. Then, but yeah, I thought those were fun. Something Perfect. different. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope that you learned something from today's episode. And really look forward to sharing more with you next week. We know that there's all kinds of cool things that you can listen to. And so thank you for being a part of it. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure that they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Yep. We would like to thank you for spending your valuable time with us. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic. Think iconic.